This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know? Oh. Like that. And mm-hmm. for hook, like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, for spear, you know? Like that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know? Uh, two minutes by yourself and... You feel shame, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get free. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to welcome everybody to another episode of the Drop Podcast. This is episode 294. Can you believe it? We're going to hit 300 episodes in just a few games. It's been a great ride with you guys. Those of you that have been here from the beginning, those of you who have recently found the Drop and have subscribed to it, all of my listeners are important to me and I appreciate your patronage. I am worn out from the Blues game last night against the Ducks. It was such an up and down game. Uh, I think most fans went through all kind of emotions, happiness, shock, upset, everything. But in the end, it was the emotion that we all like, a big Blues victory. First period highlights. It'll be Kipton at the line by Holzer. In behind the net, here is a chance in front, and Richie scores! Oh, this is about winning a puck battle down low. The Ducks win it, and they chip it in behind to Nick Ritchie. And a quick move from behind the goal line. Anaheim just kind of throws that puck in, rims it along the board. That's one by Troy Terry, and he draws two defenders towards him with a nifty little bank off the boards. Ritchie, with a good reach, takes one step out in front and just jams it inside the far post. The Ducks got the puck behind the net. Delzato took the wrong guy. Richie came around from behind the net on Jordan Bennington and puts it past his pad on the stick side for a one to nothing lead. Nick Richie gets his ninth goal of the year. Terry gets his second assist. Holzer gets his second assist. Five minutes, 28 seconds in. Anaheim has a first period lead. Just a bad play by Delzato. I don't understand why they traded for this guy. He's not even a top six defenseman. There's a reason why he's been with six teams in his 12-year career. But the Blues didn't let this early goal get to him. They would get a power play opportunity, and Braden Shin in his first game back from his concussion ties this one up at 1-1. to And across for Petrangelo. Bozak in the slot. Tarasenko pulls the trigger and scores. I think Shin gets a touch on this. Tarasenko had time and space to get momentum going forward before he snaps this shot. And just as he released it, Braden Shen was cutting through the middle of the ice. Shen kind of jumped. Does he get a stick on it or does it bounce in off one of his legs? Doesn't much matter. Not much chance for Gibson. It's deflected down and goes right through the wickets. And the Blues tie it up with a power play goal. Yeah, nifty little redirect there. Great hands for Braden Shen. Tarasenko takes the shot. Shins a few feet in front of Gibson. Nothing Gibson can do on that one. 
and it is so nice to see Shin score this goal. I'm still a little concerned about his concussion. I know he came back tonight. He was wearing that tinted visor, which he has worn before after concussions when he was playing with Philadelphia. So I'm hoping he's not going to have anything that's recurring. But man, that was just a great deflection by Braden Shin to tie this one up at one each. The goal by Shin was his 12th of the year. Tarasenko got his 28th assist. O'Reilly gets his 40th assist. Eight minutes, three seconds in, the Blues are back in it. Just a little under eight minutes later, they get another power play opportunity. And Ryan O'Reilly would put this one past Gibson to make it two to one Blues. Ozak able to keep it alive for O'Reilly. He'll attack, scores! Ryan O'Reilly! What a shot. Ryan Kessler came out to pressure up high, Chris. Tried to put some pressure on the point. Appeared to lose an edge. And as soon as Ryan O'Reilly saw that, he decided to try and exploit that soft area. He knew that Shen was stationed right at the top of the goal crease, and the shot is perfect. Holzer went for the block. Couldn't get a piece of it, and it's just off the shoulder of John Gibson and up into the top corner. Wow, just amazing. The Blues have been struggling on the power play for most of the year, and they get two power play goals in one period. Just some great passing and a great shot by O'Reilly to beat Gibson over the shoulder. That was O'Reilly's 25th goal of the year. Bozak gets his 18th assist, and Petrangelo gets his 20th assist. Key to that goal was Bozak being able to keep the puck in the zone. Both teams would have two penalties in the first period, and the Blues would capitalize on both of their power play opportunities. The Blues also outshot Anaheim 13-6. Second period highlights. Here's Thomas walking in, scores! Robert Thomas! And it's a third power play goal! Little bit of time for Robert Thomas this time. It wasn't Braden Shen in front of the net. It's Pat Maroon who's making life more difficult for John Gibson. And I think John Gibson would tell you he could like to have this one back because Maroon actually got out of the way. Magna used a little bit of, of a screen, but that one goes through the Anaheim goaltender between the arm and the body. And Robert Thomas, while three for three on the power play tonight for St. Louis. Maroon was screening Gibson at first while the Blues were passing the puck around. And at the last second, Maroon scooted out of the way, and Thomas just shot it basically between the arm and the body of Gibson. Just a bad goal for Gibson to give up. That would be the Blues' third power play goal in the game, and we're only in the second period. Thomas gets his sixth goal of the year, Pareko gets his 10th assist, and Maroon gets his 14th assist. 13 minutes, 53 seconds in, the Blues are up 3-1. to one. Although the Ducks are one of the lower-end teams in the league, you know they're not just going to lay down and give up. They really fought back after this, and they would get a power play goal just a couple minutes after Thomas's to get this back to a one-goal game. Fowler across, Terry. Raquel scores! What a blast! And it's a power play goal, Ducks! What a pass indeed, and this all got started with a couple of good puck recoveries by the Anaheim power play. We talked about... Troy Terry playing on his strong side and the options that he feels this gives him this time he shows great patience boy he put it right into the wheelhouse of Ricard Raquel and this is a pretty looking goal through the seam one timer not much chance for Jordan Bennington boy Bennington almost gets across Fowler gets the puck to Terry Terry gets it over to Raquel 
no doubt on this goal. Just a beautiful shot by Raquel. Bennington almost gets over, just can't quite get to it. And Ricard Raquel beats him on the blocker side to make this a 3-2 game. That power play goal by Raquel would be his 10th of the year. Terry gets his third assist of the year. Fowler gets his 11th assist, 15 minutes, 39 seconds into the second. But the Ducks weren't done. The Ducks played really well after this, and the Blues were making some mistakes. And with just a little over two minutes left in the second period, the Ducks would tie this one up at three each. Middle for Silverberg. Over the line and back to Sam Steele. He'll feed the point off the bench. Scores! Jacob Magda, and it's his first National Hockey League goal. Well, this is about speed on the counterattack and backing off the St. Louis Blues defense. Jacob Silverberg uses that speed, gains possession, and then Magna comes in late. And a couple of Anaheim players again get to the top of the goal crease. It's both Silverberg and Raquel. A great entry into the offensive zone for the Ducks. Some nice crisp passing. Magna gets the puck, sees there's a few ducks in front of the net, puts it on net, and it gets past Bennington. Bennington really needed to save that one. It's one that he should have saved. That goal by Magna is his first of the year. Steele gets his third assist of the year. Silverberg gets his 11th assist. 17 minutes, 51 seconds into the second. We're knotted up at three each. The Ducks outshot the Blues in the second period, 13-10. to 10. The Blues just kind of fell apart a little bit after that Thomas goal. Started making too many mistakes, and the Ducks just took advantage of it. Third period highlights. Back in comes Henrique. Manson. Rebound there. Pennington lost it. Scores! Well, this was a wrist shot from the blue line by Jacob Magna. And Pennington just boxes this one. Appears to go off the heel of the catching glove. Simple looking play. Yeah, he boxes it right back out in front of the net, and then he can't find it. Adam Henrique in the right spot at the right time. Has that puck go first off his skate? He just shovels it towards the net. And it goes right between the legs of Jaden Schwartz to give Anaheim its first lead of the game. Bennington tries to make the initial save with his glove. Pops out of his glove. He goes out to get it. Juggles it a little bit. Can't get to it. And Henrique is right there to put it past him. Just an overall bad play by Jordan Bennington. You've got to hold on to that type of shot. It wasn't a hard shot at all. It was an average type of save. And Bennington just juggled it and it cost him the goal. That goal by Henrique would be his 14th of the year. Megna gets his second assist. And Terry gets his third assist of the night and fourth of the year. Five minutes, seven seconds in, guys. The Ducks have scored three unanswered goals and come back from a two-goal deficit to make it 4-3. to three. As I stated earlier, a lot of emotion in this game, up and down. It was just a very trying game as a Blues fan and a frustrating game to watch. You're up 3-1, to one, and then all of a sudden, just a little over five minutes into the third, you're down 4-3. to three. But the Blues would come fighting back towards the very end of the period, and Robert Thomas would get his seventh goal of the year and second of the night to tie it up at 4-4 four to four with just a little over a minute left in the third period. Pareko, six on five. Back to Pareko, shooting, one more rebound, scores! Robert Thomas 
a huge goal for the Blues. And I, I don't know if this puck got all the way through to the front of the net or did it hit a leg and sit there. Thomas in the right spot at the right time. Oh, it comes off the end boards. And Thomas is able to get to that puck. And he absolutely roofs it. The left leg of John Gibson was there. Thomas goes up and under the bar, gets it over top of the pad, and that is an enormous goal for Robert Thomas and the St. Louis Blues. Pareko takes the initial shot. It ends up over by Thomas. And unlike what happens a lot of time when guys have that puck and they're all alone, and all they've got to do is put it over the goaltender's pad, a lot of times they shoot it right into his pad. But not this time. Robert Thomas elevates it and puts it over Gibson's pad. And the Blues have tied this one up. That would be Thomas's second goal of the night, his seventh of the year. Pareko gets his 11th assist, and Tarasenko gets his 29th assist. 18 minutes, 56 seconds in. It looks like we are probably going to overtime. But wait, just 12 seconds later, Alex Petrangelo would win the game for the Blues with his 12th goal of the year. January 10th, he double dips tonight, then. We're back to even, and here's Petrangelo scores! 12 seconds later, tipped in, and the Blues lead. This was a really smart shot by Alex Petrangelo. There were layers of people in front of him. The Ducks got back to the puck. Braden Shen gets to it. Did Chen touch it, or does it go off of Adam Henrique? Petrangelo did not want to get it blocked. It's the skate of Adam Henrique wow. and into the back of the net. And what a 12 seconds for the St. Louis Blues. And it's a bounce off the right toe of Adam Henrique. No chance for John Gibson, but you know what a smart play that was by Alex Petrangelo. What a goal. Shin has it in the corner. He gets it to Petrangelo. Petrangelo shoots it. It's headed towards Shin, but before it gets to Shin, it goes off of Henrik, and the Blues win this one 5-4. That goal by Petrangelo would be his 12th of the year. Shin gets the assist with that great pass, his 29th of the year. That goal was 19 minutes and 8 seconds in. What a big win for the Blues. Let's go ahead and go to the stats of the game. The Blues had 33 shots on goal, the Ducks 27. Faceoffs, the Ducks won that battle 57% to 44%. The Blues were 3 for 5 on the power play. The Ducks were 1 for 4. The Blues out hit the Ducks 33 to 31 and they out blocked them 17 to 11. As we always do after the highlights, let's head to the post game interviews. We're going to hear from Petrangelo, Shin, Robert Thomas who had two big goals and of course Coach Craig Berube. It's been a long time, but just goes to show you, it's just a simple play. Perry misses the net, we got a rebound score. Just trying out not in front of the net. So um, it's nice to have a win like this. It's the last couple of games haven't gone the way we wanted to, but that's a good thing to build off going into tomorrow. Thank you, What's the chatter like? Let's get another one? Yeah, the goal well? is to win the game. I mean, we don't. You just keep playing. You never know, right? You never know what can happen. And that's a prime example of it. No, I think we played well in the first. We just got away from the second. They skated uh, pretty well. We just weren't very good with the puck. We uh, we didn't manage it the way we needed to, and they took advantage of that. So it wasn't our best game. I don't think uh, anyone here would say that it was our best game, but we found a way to win, and 
we got to keep building here. Um, you know, Vladi was attacking down, you know, trying to take the goal's uh, eyes, eyes of the goalie away and uh, was able to get a stick on it. It seemed like at least three of the goals, your goals, you were right in front of the net. Was that like a conscious effort for you to, to, to establish a net front tonight? Um, I think just from a team perspective, I think we need to get, we do need a better, that's how you score goals, right? You got to go to the net. Um, this is a prime example of the game winning there. Uh, Petra shoots from the point, goes off the D-man's gate, and uh, if you don't got guys going to the net, um, chances are that doesn't go in. So, um, like I said, it's nice to score some goals tonight and then get some guys uh, some bounces. Any chance that maybe you took Anaheim a little too lightly since they're not really a big team playoff team? I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I think this team, um, uh, you know, can't take anyone lightly, especially this time of year. Um, team, anyone can beat anyone at any given time, and, and uh, you know, um, you know, you don't you don't take any team lightly. I, I just kind of tried to get it on net as quick as I can. You know, I had a chance right before where I tried to go five hole, and so uh, I was just I was just really trying to get it off as quick as I can to beat the goalie back to the post. What's it like when it goes in? I mean. Buck nine left or whatever, and you're tying it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that was a that was a big character win for us. Uh, you could tell by you know how excited we were on the bench and and to to get that comeback at the end. So, uh, you know that was a that was a big big win for us, and uh, we're gonna c carry that momentum into LA. Your first uh, two goal game, right? Mm -hmm. As an NHL player, and it's uh, as the kids say, it's been a minute uh, since you scored before. Mm -hmm. Was it was it weighing on you at all or no? Uh, you know, I don't think so at all. I don't really kind of focus on that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was definitely definitely a good relief to, to see a couple go in for me, and um, yeah, it's a it's a good confidence booster. And um, you know, as a team, we we didn't play the way we wanted to, but uh, you know, it was a big win for us. It's kind of survive in advance now, though, mm -hmm. right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, good teams find a way to win, even when it's not their best night. So um, yeah, that was uh, that was very important for us. Two late goals. What, what does a game like this show? Maybe about the resolve of the team, resiliency of the team. I thought we stayed with it. Like you know, I mean. We we uh, we had a good first period, I thought, and um, let them back in the game in the second period, and then um, you know they got that goal in the third. And, but you know we we're positive on the bench; guys were good, and uh, you know stayed with it, and we ended up you know fortunately getting the the winner. Your decision to go six on four, I know the one power play expired and he came out, but probably allowed you guys to get set up for the eventual goal that you scored so maybe take us through that decision there. oh you mean uh, with the goalie like yeah, pulling the goalie yeah well I we talked there and I said you know a minute goes by I'm gonna get the goalie out with the power play you know and um, worked out well you know a lot of times you know you don't get that opportunity or whatever but you know it worked out well and we we got the second unit out there and got the goalie out and, and got a goal and I know you haven't had a lot of success six on five but the guys were just saying because the power play was so good tonight you felt like you had some confidence six on five Oh, definitely. I mean, I think the power play was uh, obviously really good tonight. Uh, they did a good job of moving the puck and shooting it. You know, they got three power play goals there. And I mean, so, it, you know, with that situation with uh, the penalty and late in the game like that, you're down a goal, you know, you know, you got to get your goalie out. I do. I think that way anyhow. So um, six on four, you know, that's your best shot. That, that's how I look at it. A season high, three power play goals. You worked on it this morning. Was there, was there anything different about your approach tonight? Um, I don't think so. Like O'Reilly went back to the wall uh, on one of the flanks with Vladdy, and I thought Vladdy and O'Reilly they have good chemistry there, and they moved it around well and seamed it and shot it, and we shot it. We had 11 shots on net tonight with power play. That's a lot. That's pretty good. Thomas just seems to be so good and quick. With yeah. His hands around well, the he's great in power play too. He's uh, vision and elusiveness, and you know, 
Uh, he, he had a nice play there and scored. Obviously, having Shen back, uh, we'll see, it looked like he, he hadn't missed a game, huh? Just stepped right in, huh? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was fine. He, um, you know, that line, this, they just got, they have great great chemistry and they just move the puck real quick, you know, with each other and they move it and jump the holes and I thought they were pretty good for most of the game. After you get the uh, Thomas gets the game tire, could you could you sense on the bench the players like, hey, let's get one more, let let let's get this thing. Uh, over. I don't know about that. I think that you know you're looking just to close that out and you know seal the point. But you know we were aggressive and went at it right away again, so it was good. Sometimes you put it I, on. I like that we're aggressive. You know, I, that's the way I look at it. Sometimes we want to be. Just aggressive. put it on net. Good things can happen, huh? Yeah, that's that's a big thing. We we talk about it all the time. Shooting puck shot attempts. Uh, so, but um, you know, we we in saying that we won the game. We got to be better. We got to be better. That scrum uh, involving uh, Bennington, where Edmondson got the penalty. Did do you think maybe he, uh, Bennington lost his focus a little bit after that, or no? Well. No, not necessarily, but, you know, Corey Perry, you know, takes a pretty good liberty on him. You know, in my opinion, the referee should call that, and he didn't. That should have been a four-on-four four play. Long before Edmondson gets there or before, yeah. So, but that's what Corey Perry does. You know, he's that type of player, and he's an effective player like, that way, and, you know, you got to be prepared for that stuff. How about the pendulum swing here to go to a potential loss to a win that should give you a jolt? No, it does. It definitely, we're excited, you know, like I think, um, you know, this morning I sensed, um, you know, our team, you know, was, wasn't very happy of uh, dropping two in a row. And, you know, it's been a, been a, quite a while since that's happened. So um, I think, you know, they're, it's, it's an important win. A little bit of a little light in the second, but did you li overall like the uh, offensive zone time? Were you a little well, better? Well, a lot of it, but the, to me, like we we did we did a good job of it, but there wasn't enough. Like the, we we turned the puck over too much tonight, and that was a big problem of not getting there enough. Is there some message here that you played a non-playoff team like you know the Anaheim? You're going to play the Kings again, not to take them too lightly? Or? Well, uh, yeah, I mean we talked about it. Uh, Yesterday, today, about all these teams are competing hard. They're proud guys. They got good veterans. Uh, Anaheim's got some veteran players that've been around a while, and uh, they're proud guys. They're not going to just lay down and let you beat them. So, and the same with LA. It's going to be tough games. They're, they're tough games. And this game proves they're all tough games. I've always said you can win any night and you can lose any night. Even the teams that are playing bad and the teams that are at the bottom of the league can beat you any night, especially if you make mistakes. And the Blues made several mistakes that allowed the Ducks to get back into this game. But it happens. These kind of games are going to happen for goaltenders. They're going to happen for your team. You're going to get ahead. You're going to give up a lead. And what shows you're a good team is if you come back, you don't give up. You continue to press. You continue to put pucks on the net. And that's what the Blues did to get this win. Was it a pretty game? No, it was not a pretty game. But it's a win. And that's all that matters. I know there's a lot of people that woke up this morning that went to bed last night because it was a late game and were shocked that the Blues won this game 5-4 to four in regulation. I thought for sure personally, after they tied it, that it was most likely going to go to overtime. But the Blues did not give up. Let's hope they can continue playing well. Cut down on the mistakes tonight against the Kings. 
and get another big road win to solidify their third place in the Central Division because other teams are coming up behind them. Even though I would just love for the Blues to make the playoffs, I really want them to get the third spot. And if they can play like they did when they came back last night and in the first period to take the lead, I would say that that this team is looking pretty good for the playoffs. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of the Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.